Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode number 29 of Hardwick Sound. I'm Caleb, and I'm joined here with my brothers and lovely mother. Let's start with my mother. Hi there. Hi, Caleb. This is Miss Carla, or as I like to call her, Senora de la Sopa. And what does that mean? Or probably should be the mother of de the la soup. Sopa. The mother of the soup? No, Senorita does not mean mother. Lady? Yes. Lady of the soup. Or in the English tra- uh, translation, it would probably be the soup lady. The soup lady. Well, that's true. I kind of am the soup lady. You're probably referring to the fact that we had soup for supper tonight. Yeah, it was good soup. It was. I haven't made soup in a long time. I was kind of wanting it, I guess. Yep. Turned out yummy. It was. Seth, mm-hmm. hey, you spoke up a second ago. I did. This is Seth. Or I like to call him the updraft gumball. What does that even mean? I don't know. You figure it out. Okay. So so did I mess up by speaking up before you introduced me? No, it's just like you don't exist before you, I introduced you. So He can edit you out in post-production. Yeah. See, like I could have edited out that thing from Noah, but I didn't. I left it in, I assume. I don't know. This is Noah, or as I like to call him, the Whopper of Tall Street. Where are you getting your nicknames this time around? I just sit down and I think, what is Noah like? And I like, I, I, I thought to myself, hmm, Noah likes Whoppers. Yes, he does. Um, so I said, are we going to go get Whoppers after the podcast? Only if you don't get them from Fred's. Yeah, the ones we've been getting from Fred's have been kind uh, of weird. I'll, I'll try maybe They kind of taste like food we get from when we used to get food from Grandma. Or <laughs> her food kind of all tasted like it would have been sitting in... In the storage um, closet with all of her um, it kinda all, soaps. Yeah, you know, kind of all. Everything we got from grandma always tasted a little bit like soap. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Fred's is kind of like that too. I don't know why though. Yeah. Maybe I guess they store it all together I, in the back. I think it comes um, in on the same truck. They, Maybe. they just have everything come in on one truck. So everything in the truck just, you know, tastes like soap. But in the summer, when we're swimming at the river and we stop at Walmart in Malvern and pick up some Whoppers to eat on the way home, they're good. They don't taste like soap. It's only the ones we could buy at Fred's that yeah. taste like soap. Maybe because Fred's has a target demographic. Grandma's <laughs> like soap tasting candy? Maybe so. I don't know. Yeah, so basically I just sit down and I go, what else do I know about Noah? Well, he likes Whoppers and he's tall. So he's the Whopper of Tall Street. And okay. then for Seth, I was just like, well, what is Seth like? Well, he likes he was watching what's, the weather. What's while, your nickname? My nick I didn't think of one. I don't know. What do I like, guys? Uh apples. Yeah. Well, I was the apple ganger a couple episodes yeah, ago. Yeah, you are. That's still appropriate. Scooters. Okay. Um, and then something four eyes scooter jogger. <laughs> <laughs> four eyes scooter what? Jogger. Jogger. Before I scooter jogger? Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go, folks. Uh, <clears throat> my name is Caleb Hardwick, the Before I Scooter Jogger. Let's get this thing going. What's the most exciting thing to happen to you this past, either today or past week? I don't know. Can we, can we go back two weeks since we didn't record an official, you know, full-length episode last time? Sure. Just say something interesting. Uh, probably making a trip to Garvin Gardens by myself 
I don't, I've never done that before, it, but it was fun. I enjoyed it. I went and sat down under a tree and drew some stuff. Not a very good drawing, but a nice drawing. Talked to some people, watched the train go round and round about a million times, ate a chicken sandwich, which was really good, and just kind of hung out there and had fun. Also listened to a geography lecture, too, that they were having down there. I want to go back again and do something neat like that again. Cool. Sounds fun. Anything exciting that happened to my brothers this week? Um, Probably the most... It wasn't really exciting. It was just kind of strange, really. But um, I went to an ARCLUG um, club planning quarterly meeting um, a couple weekends ago. You going to tell everybody what ARCLUG is? Yeah, so ARCLUG is um, Arkansas Lego Users Group. And it's basically um, Lego for adults. Um but it's an official club, kind of like sponsored, sort of co-sponsored by Lego. You ever notice how he always pauses before he says adults? Yeah, it's like weird. he's not sure. I, I don't know. Am I am I adult or not? You're not. Okay. Or is anyone um, who still plays with Legos an adult? Probably not. <laughs> okay, but no, that that was the uh, weird part about it um, we got out at about one o'clock and i went decided to go down and eat at the burger king because we were doing this in north little rocks so you know the burger king across from verizon arena yeah yeah so um i went in and um i ate lunch with a homeless guy did you really yeah that, that was kind of weird what do you talk about what, with a homeless guy <laughs> what do you mean you went and you had lunch with a homeless guy i walked in the door and the guy was sitting at a table and he said hey um i'm homeless and um, don't have anything to eat. Um, could you go buy me a hamburger? And so, uh, yeah, I went and bought him a hamburger and sat down and ate lunch with him. That's actually kind of cool, Seth. That's neat. Yeah. Um, just, I mean, I wasn't exactly sure what you talk about with the homeless guy. I asked him where he's from and he said he was from, uh, Mississippi. Hmm. Um, no, I want to go to lunch with a homeless guy. <laughs> He'll probably be there. <laughs> where was he exactly? He was from Mississippi. No, no. Where um, were you at? Oh, I was at the Burger King in um, North Little Rock. They were across from the North Verizon Rock. Arena. The one we always go to after Traveler's Games. Yeah. 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 I'm kind of surprised, actually, that he let you buy him a hamburger because most of the time they just want you to give them money. And right. if, see, if you that's... say, I'll come, I'll buy you some food, come on in, they usually and say see, no. That's the thing. So he didn't stop me in the parking lot or anything. He was actually inside sitting down at a right. booth and... You know, I walked by him and he specifically asked for, you know, like a hamburger. So I was like, yeah. you know what? I, I can buy a guy a hamburger. That's not a problem. That's good. And I, I'll tell you this. Um, he looked and especially smelt like he was homeless. Yeah. He, he did not um, smell like he had had a bath or a shower in probably weeks. I so mean, is it just <laughs> me or has there been an explosion of panhandlers in Saline County? There, there, has. Like there has been. And yeah. I thought I heard somebody say it was because the they they made it legal or something that oh. it was legal in Saline County, and then that's why all of a sudden there was an explosion of panhandlers. I saw a few days ago a guy down there at the Valero at the one fourteen exit. Yeah, me too. I saw two women at the Valero. Yeah, see, I don't know what to think about that. I guess maybe something something changed because I yeah. don't ever hardly ever remember seeing panhandlers around here until recently. Yeah. So. 
So, what about you, Noah? Anything exciting happened to you this week? Uh, I went and played board games at the library over the weekend, and uh, I won a couple of them. And that's uh, exciting. Other than that, I've been trying to get a podcast website for my podcast, and that's been kind of frustrating, but it's coming along. Good. So you got a website? Uh, sort of. Sort of. Mostly. Almost. Would you like to share the information for that website? <laughs> it's iknowaguypodcast.com with the I, the letter I, and then the name Noah, and then Guy and Podcast. That was a really long explanation for my URL. But well, I yeah. discovered it's kind of one of those things that you say that, and then it's like, wait a minute, that's a play on words. They won't get it. Right. Yeah. So Poor what kind of, of name. <laughs> what kind of fun and games will they find on your website? Uh, lots of podcast episodes and show notes with links to where to find more about my guests. And cool. possibly down the I road, guess. there will be a link to Spotify playlists. And you know, stuff. we should put some games or something on hardwickpodcast.com, you know? Can we get a link to the Google Maps um, uh, Pac-Man game? Maybe. I don't know if I can find that anywhere or not, or that may have just been for, you know, like two days over April Fool's. But I, don't, I just think if we had some games on there, people would stop in and, you know, to check a podcast and then they'd go, oh, cool, a game. And they'd play. Because, you know, that's really the only reason I ever went to websites when I was a kid was because they might have had some stupid little game that I liked to play. Maybe I could design a maze made up purely out of punctuation. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. That sounds like fun. So uh, get on that. I have a feeling we're going to be using a lot of hyphens. <laughs> I, don't I, I was thinking underscores, but maybe underscores too. You know? Underscores and that little straight line that we decided it was called a what a, a bar or something. A pipe. A pipe. Yeah. A pipe. Yeah. A lot of underscores, pipes, and probably forward slashes and backslashes. And we can use um, you know, like exclamation points when we need just part of a line. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that computer <laughs> game called Pipe Dream. Yes, vaguely. that was a great game. Or you had to put it in all the correct be pipes so before the green junk inside would would come out. And I don't understand, why was the green junk getting faster? I don't know. I mean, it was basically like the game was you had all these different shaped pipes and this and somebody would, you know, like supposedly turn on the faucet and you had to put all the pipes together in a way that would make um, it connect before the green stuff would get to the end, because if it spilled, then you lose. Do you remember this, Mama? Uh, vaguely. Vaguely? Yeah. This sounds like one of those games that I sent y'all to play while I went and cooked supper or something. Yeah. Yeah, that I'd look in and go, hey, what are you playing? Oh, I'm going to cook supper. Yes, yeah, just one of the mini games that I played as a youngster. So, hey, let's see. Interesting things I've done recently um, would include... Oh, this morning I was driving and I just narrowly missed running over a snake. Oh, why didn't you run over? That's what I was wondering. Well, I said I narrowly missed. <laughs> <laughs> so in other words, you're not very good at driving. I, it was just uh, a, it was a pretty, it was just like a black, probably a king snake or something like that, and it was in the road slithering. Well, I guess that's not that bad. It went no. right underneath me. I thought for sure I'd run over it, but in my mirror I saw it slither off the road. Have so. y'all noticed that all the um, skinks and lizards have returned to the porch? Yeah. Oh yeah. There's a big fat skink that's living on the porch right now. There's a really big. It's kind of like a gray one that's living. Under the uh, the baseball ramp, yeah, the As baseball ramp time. we have the baseball <laughs> pitching mound we have on our front porch. People, uh, <laughs> every time I return from school, it's sitting just about a foot, you know, to the right of it there, 
Uh, when I turn uh, from school, I go up the ramp and it slithers under it. Yeah, you know, and it makes me think it's like a snake sitting sit, there. If I sit like, on no, the no, porch a, and if I'm just a, on my phone or I'm reading something or whatever, I'm I'm just sitting there being real still. The the skinks don't really seem to mind. And so as long as I'm sitting there really still, they'll just wander all over the place. And then as soon as I make a sudden movement, though, they scatter. <laughs> yeah, I'm still pretty sure there's a snake over in those seashells. That's another weird statement to say <laughs> about our porch. But yeah, our, next, next we, to the pile a, of coolers. Our porch is rather eclectic. Uh, it's it's got a beachfront with shells, and it's right next to a baseball field. So the question is: is the is the is the ramp? Is it a ramp? Or no, I should say: is it a pitching mound that's being used as a ramp, or is it a ramp with a pitching rudder? I don't know. It's, and, it's had many uses over the years. And depending on the season, you know, since we're a beachfront. You can uh, rent kayaks, you know, and at, tubes. At times, there are kayaks on the front porch, too. Yeah. Hmm. Now the exciting adventures from the porch. I, You know, I spend quite a bit of time on the porch, so I enjoy it. Maybe that could be your first book. Write a book about the porch. My adventures sitting on the porch. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds That'll be a bestseller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I so. just think of all the white powder that's been sacked up on that front porch. Yeah. While the police drove by and wondered what we were doing. <laughs> yep. It was just flour and plaster. That's all. The other interesting thing I've been doing is playing with my GoPro camera. Fun. Yeah, my GoPro. You're only allowed one, one thing. Sorry. No, I get. I, well, I'm the host. He's the host. Ah. This is. I can say as much as I want, and y'all have to deal with it. Makes the rules as he goes. Uh, yeah, I bought a GoPro camera off a guy um, uh, from Craigslist. Thanks, Spencer, for going in the middle of the night to help me go get that. It was a little bit sketchy, but it was all good. It seems to have been been all straight. So, uh, what he means by that is the police have not shown up to, to at the front door to collect it yet. No, as <laughs> far as I know, it was all it was all above board. So I hope so. Uh, it was just a guy who had a camera and he wanted to sell it, and he was willing to sell it to me at a pretty reasonable price, and uh, so I was appreciative of that. And we met at Walmart, and Spencer was with me and helped me not get jumped. So. Oh, I say actually we met at McDonald's, not Walmart. But anyway, and so then you the like things... didn't come home forever, and Mama was sitting on the couch, completely worried about you, biting my fingernails. Don't worry, Spencer was with me. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was one <laughs> yeah. of the reasons I was worried. Oh, okay. No, uh, one of the things I get to do with it. Well, a couple of things. I put it. We did a time lapse at the Washita River. That was cool. And we did a sunset time lapse. It, we, could, we could probably work on it and make it a little bit better, but it was a good first try. And then a train ran over it. Well, that is true. I put it underneath the train so a train would go over it. And then I, it didn't run it over and destroy it, but it did go over it. And it actually made a really pretty cool shot. It made one of those shots I don't want to dream about at night with the train coming towards <laughs> you and then boom. right over top yeah. of you. Yeah. yeah. And so today, one of the things I worked on today after I got home from working was I made a, I, I kind of chopped it up and uh, put it on the YouTube. And so now if you want to see my video, search GoPro under a train. Of course, if you do that, you'll find that there's like 50 videos of GoPros under a train. Apparently, it wasn't a very original idea. I kind of thought it was more original, apparently, than it really was. Anyway, and then look for the one that says Hero 5 Black 1080p 120 FPS. Got that? Okay, good. <laughs> 
Okay. Yeah. And then so I slowed it down to 50% slow motion, and then I slowed it down to 25% slow motion. So you could see a train go over you in slow motion. Just like that. Okay. Sounds good. Mom, is there anything exciting happening soon? Well, I was going to bring this up because this is kind of a notable event in Saline County. It's one that a lot of people have been waiting on a while. And that is that our wonderful friend, Miss Liz Bray. Hi, Liz. Has a cookbook coming out very, mm. very soon. I think on the 22nd, if I remember right. Uh, Everything Liz makes tastes so good. I just have to imagine her cookbook probably tastes good, too. Probably. I just want <laughs> to get the book good. and lick it. You know, it's got to taste good. And and Nancy Pruitt did the photography for it. Hi, Nancy. So Ding. I, yeah. So I'm sure that between the two of them, it must have been a real hoot to make. I wish I just had a video of the two of them making the cookbook. No, what's wrong? Are we dinging people we know when we say them on the podcast? <laughs> yes. <Sure>. Ding. <laughs> Of course, so, if we can name somebody famous and ding them, and then it'll sound like we know them. So if you're out there and you haven't heard yet that Liz's cookbook will be out, you better uh, get one soon, because I think it, they'll probably go fast. Is it available go for pre-order? I don't know. That's a good question. I know that she's going to be Is it available at, wherever fine books are sold? She's. I'll tell you where the first place it's available. She's going to be at, in the location of her her old shop restaurant uh-huh. they'll just leave it to liz i think it's called something else now twigs or something like that but she's going to be there on the 22nd i think at two o'clock to autograph and sell books so cool. i don't know um about uh, miss liz's book but a book that is now available for pre-order is brant hansen's new book blessed are the misfits oh really yes oh i can't wait to read that well, it's awesome. supposed to be coming out, I'm not sure. I was thinking August. That'll be While the first book Seth read since. Yeah, <laughs> since the last ever. Since <laughs> I started <laughs> college. No, uh, so I'm on the topic of uh, books that are coming out soon. The Evan, uh, my friend Evan's book, um, which is on uh, kind of black athletes in Arkansas uh-huh. uh, and the history and some of the cool stuff about them. I helped do some stuff with that, helped write a chapter um, and some, some cool stuff. I'm kind of I'm co-credited with writing one chapter. Are you really? Yes. I thought you were just a ghostwriter. No, nope, I'm co-credited cool. with the chapter, and that'll be coming out very soon. I'm not sure exactly when. I think it's just scheduled for summer 2017. So uh, that one is I think is available for pre-order. So go look that up. I forget what it's called. So well, you know, thinking about Liz's cookbook coming out reminded me of the fact that I've written a cookbook. I'd kind of forgotten about it, but do you remember the cookbook I wrote for you guys when you were little? No. Do you remember? I remember there was a page on the refrigerator with a list of stuff to make. <laughs> well, that was my cookbook. I remember it one time. It was the Hardwick Family Cookbook. I remember one time you made this stuff called Mama Money, and you gave it to us, <laughs> and you said, okay, this is your food money for this week. Spend it on what you want to eat. And so we basically went to the grocery store and we got to buy what we wanted with mama's money. And that was awesome. I don't think we bought anything good, though. You didn't, and it didn't last a week. <laughs> it didn't last a week. You're right. It lasted like two days and yeah. it was gone. But Pretty sure that I bought grape soda and I think Caleb bought pickles. I don't remember what I bought. I probably and bought what you I bought. I bought Cheez-Its. I probably just bought, I was like, oh, Noah bought this because I was really little. So I probably bought You bought it too. orange soda. Did I? Yeah. I was really. You bought orange I, soda and pickles. Why do you remember this? 
because we traded. I gave you some of my grape sodas, and you gave me some of your orange sodas. <laughs> orange soda and pickle. <laughs> well, this was part of my effort to orange just kind of teach you guys pickles. where food came from. Can we name the episode money? Orange Sodas and Pickles? <laughs> well, let's go back to my cookbook. Okay. Because I wanted you to be able to cook five recipes, one for every day of the week, just in case I wasn't there what, for a What week. about Saturday and Sunday? Uh, Daddy or, could take care of those. Or perhaps maybe it's like, you know, Tuesday and Friday. I, I don't know. Or I figured somebody would feel sorry for you and maybe bring we you some food. We could go sit in a Burger King <laughs> and ask people to buy us food. You could, maybe. So I'm wondering, does anybody remember the five things that were in that cookbook? Spaghetti. Maybe. Spaghetti, chicken rice, soup. Chili. That's four Chili. of the five. And I'm going to go. Hamburgers. I was going to go with Sloppy Joe's. Sloppy Joe's. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. That's right. See? And I can make every one of those. You can. And, and I'm Although just... I forget how to make the, the portions in chicken right, right? So. Well, what was interesting about the chicken rice is that Noah learned that one really well. And when he went to Florida with Gordon and Teresa Gardner, some more friends of Georgia. ours. Ding. It was Georgia. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice it ding. was Georgia. I don't think I've ever been Got to it. Florida. Okay, no. Georgia. He cooked for them. One day, and he made chicken rice, apparently from memory, since you didn't have the cookbook with you. It's not that hard to remember. And when I was with Teresa a couple of weeks ago, and we were having lunch, and I said, Teresa, you need to come over to our house, and I'll cook you something. She said, oh, I love that. Gordon and I love to come over, but could you get Noah to cook chicken rice for <laughs> So apparently that made an impression on her, and she really liked that chicken rice. I think we can open up a chicken rice truck. Yeah, it's chicken rice and soup, baby. I kind of like the sound of a chicken rice truck. <laughs> it sounds like a good country song. Well, I'm wondering, if if you were to have to take a test in the kitchen, would you be able to identify some of the terms in my, in my cookbook? I don't no. know. Okay. Well, this is my expanded cookbook. I, really... I was going to say, this doesn't, I don't remember any of these terms. Well, see, I wrote a second cookbook that most people don't know about. It's called How to... How let's see how to how to feed a youth group on a youth pastor's salary. How to feed a youth group on a youth pastor's salary. Right. Have y'all ever seen that book that I wrote? Nope. Vaguely remember that I, being a Facebook post or something. I wrote it for Brian because remember when Brian was here? Okay, now we're listening talking about another person here. Ding ding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he was our uh, student pastor. When we very first started doing that, we were actually cooking meals every week. Yeah. Yeah. And feeding. Of course, that was when the youth group was about 25, yeah, was 30 small, people. It wasn't yeah. a big deal. And so I wrote a book on how to do that. So it's how to, how to feed a relatively small youth group on a yeah. youth pastor's salary. <laughs> if you want to feed a bigger group, you got to go up to at least associate pastor salary. <laughs> yeah, probably so. I don't think you could do it on a youth pastor salary. But I used only ingredients from uh, Sam's Club. Because mm-hmm. just about anywhere a youth pastor would take a youth group for a trip, there's most of the Thomas Sam's Club along the way, somewhere to pick up all the stuff. But anyway, I used some terms in that. So I'm curious. I'm wondering if you can tell me the difference between, okay, how about this question? If I'm cooking okra, y'all like my okra, right? Everybody uh-huh. likes yeah. okra? Fried okay. Okra. When I prepare the okra, do I batter it or do I dredge it? I'm gonna say dredge it because I know you don't batter it. Although I don't know what dredge it means. I'm not. I think this is a this is a trick a trick question. I don't really know what dredge means, but it 
I know that you don't batter it, just like Seth said. Can I ask a question? Sure. What is the stuff that you put it in called? I thought you used like fish fry <laughs> batter. No, uh, you just use a little bit of, um, what is it, cornstarch? It's cornmeal. Cornmeal, not cornstarch. White cornmeal, a little salt, a little pepper. Uh huh. And some, if I have it, some kind of Cajun seasoning. If I don't have it, I just use just like red pepper in it to give it a little bit of bite. I'm going to say no liquid. I'm just going to guess, but this is the difference is a batter is a moist liquid base, and a dredge is just a. Um, a flaky powder. Right, like a flour or cornmeal. Very good. You got it correct. Now, go back to my question. Is that actually called a dredge? No, I don't think so. I think you just call it cornmeal, what it is. You dredge it in cornmeal or dredge it in flour. You don't batter it. Dredging doesn't sound very appetizing. Just the word (laughs) itself, dredge. Anyway. Uh, So are we one for one? Yeah. I I give you one, one ding on that. Okay. What about a gratin? What is a gratin? Like all gratin potatoes? Exactly. Like all gratin potatoes. I have no idea. Let me think. A gratin. Is it when it's been dried out and then... Nah, not exactly. Okay. Anybody else want to take a stab at it? All gratin potatoes. (sighs) Is that another word for baked? (laughs) Pretty much, yes. But it's baked with, there's some other significant thing about it. They have aluminum foil? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, gratin is just French for aluminum foil. With fork holes? Um, Is it when it's done with an oil? No. And it's when they get done and you put them in an ice chest? (laughs) No. When were you ever needing to dredge and use gratin in youth (laughs) pastor cooking? I'll just have to go get my cookbook out and read it to you sometime. Okay. Okay. A gratin is basically when you take a vegetable and you chop it up in thin slices and you put it in a pan and then you cover it with a sauce and on top of it you sprinkle something that's going to be crusty, crunchy, like uh, a bread. A bread crust on top, or some kind of crumbs, something that has that crusty. That's the difference between just uh, uh, that and just saying I cook some potatoes and some sliced potatoes in the oven. The gratin is what makes it crispy on top. Okay? All right. Uh, I got another one for you. Okay, so we're one for two. Yeah, you didn't quite get that one. Okay, when I put up my vegetables in the summertime, the corn the peas, what cooking, what process do I use before I put them in the freezer? I know. I know. What is it? You poach. Blanche. It is blanche, oh, not dang. poach. What am I? <laughs> <laughs> uh, boil. Good job, Can I just say Noah? boil? That's what I meant to say. No, I didn't. I... Well, you don't really boil them. I mean, you kind of, you submerge the vegetables in boiling oil for just a minute, just long enough that they cook. Oil? Not oil. Sorry, water. <laughs> That's not fried. oil. That would be frying, wouldn't it? Oil. In water, it just barely cooks them just a little right. bit. It does something about converting the starches and sugars in them or something. Anyway, it makes them last a lot longer in the freezer if you blanch them first. Okay, so I think we'll give Noah a point for that. Okay, and okay, so I have a point. point. Noah has a point because I totally got that first one Caleb, pretty much on my own. One. I'm in negative one, and <laughs> I know I'm in negative half because okay, okay. What's the difference between 
degrease and deglaze. One is when you use it in a sentence. (laughs) Well, deglazing is when you're eating an extremely hot Dell's donut and the glaze (laughs) is just running (laughs) off of it. Honestly, that's the first thing I thought of too. The difference (laughs) is like when you go to David's Burgers and you've been eating the French fry and then you lick your fingers, that's degreasing. If you go to Dale's and get a donut and you eat the donut and you lick your fingers, that's deglazing. (laughs) Ding, ding, you got it, you got it. (laughs) Well, actually, no, that's not it. What was the question? (laughs) What's the difference between degrease and deglaze? Okay. I'm going to assume that degreasing is when you soak up the grease on a pepperoni pizza and that deglazing no. is something to do with Dell's donuts. With, um, no. the, okay. When you get the butter off of a really buttery biscuit or something. Noah, when you are making chicken rice, assuming the rice doesn't, I mean, assuming the chicken doesn't come out of a can, that you actually took raw chicken and you cooked it on the stove, you boiled it down until it you know, kind of fell apart and it's all nice and tender and ready to go in the rice. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. Well, you have to degrease it first, which I do that by just sticking it in the refrigerator overnight. All the grease rises to the top and it turns hard, kind of yellow, and you just kind of spoon that off. I that was fat. Okay. Grease is fat. Same thing. You take that so off and you have degreased the chickens. Okay. So that's degreasing. But deglazing is, Caleb likes to deglaze often. Deglazing is when you take and you're, you're cooking, say, like uh, peppers and onions mm-hmm. in a pan, and they have all those wonderful little crusty bits of them that stick to the bottom of the pan. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And you add just a little bit of water, and it steams up, and you can kind of, they, they unstick from the pan, you know, and you can use that water to make some kind of a little sauce or gravy. That's called deglazing. When you get the little sticky things that are stuck on the pan off of it. I like Caleb's answer better. Well, his answer is really pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. Does it get me back up to zero? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. I have one more thing I want to ask you. And this okay. is more of a here serious, we go. serious we are question two and here. two here. This is the deciding factor. Our Aunt Anna passed away recently. Yes. And we all loved Aunt Anna's rolls. Yes. Oh, goodness. I have no idea how many times over the years I have asked Aunt Anna, Aunt Anna, would you tell me how to make your rolls? And she could never really tell me. I think she never wanted me to know how she made them. Because I asked her, can I come over and see you make the rolls? Oh, honey, I just kind of put a little flour in there and add a little water. and I just put my hands in there. I don't know if she even really had a recipe or not. <laughs> but here's the question. if uh, w- What do you hope that your mama doesn't take to the grave with her in the way of recipes, things that I cook. What do you want to know about now before I'm gone and you wonder how I made it? I'll Mm. give you a minute to think about that. Because I'm going to write it down and we'll do a little cooking class or something. I think I know how to make most of it. I was going to say, I think you already taught us most of it. Yeah. Um, I want you to... um, Make the uh, recipe for the uh, Brother Jay's ding sugar cookies more accessible. Okay. Not on the piece of paper that's stuffed up in the cabinet. (laughs) Do you know that that recipe is on my computer at all times? I need to transfer it to my phone. I actually looked it up tonight because I was curious, you know, about 
and one of the ingredients. That's how in to it. make enough cookies for a whole youth group. It is. Yeah. Brother J's sugar cook sugar. Even a brother J sized youth group. Yes. <laughs> I have made pounds of that over the years. And probably eaten pounds too. <laughs> I have. I've eaten a lot of it too. <laughs> We have sent a lot of middle schoolers home with Brother Jay's sugar cookies Chicken stuffed in their mouth. Sugar cookies. I think that's our food truck, Caleb. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'll, uh, that's just using, you know, Miss Leah's logic. You know, I don't ding, know. I think my but... food truck could just be orange soda and pickles. <laughs> it, it's, hey, if they come to church loaded on sugar, we send them home twice as loaded on sugar. That's right. <laughs> well, if I can get permission from Brother Jay, and I will have to get permission from him, I will post his recipe on our podcast website. Okay, or Facebook page, or Facebook. Page. I don't know. I might do it on both. Maybe we'll create a whole page of Ms. Carla's recipes or something. Maybe we'll give Noah's uh, chicken rice recipe. Possibly, maybe not. My recipe for everything I make is pretty much the same. <laughs> Creole. No, not he's moved I, on from. That. I don't use as much Creole as I he, used to. He is a more sophisticated. In other words, his tongue now. has gotten used to Creole. He, he, he needs moved something from heavier. Pick, yeah, orange and, that's probably true. Orange soda and pickles to Creole to my recipe Creole is, is a gateway spice. Now he's going. Needs hardcore <laughs> spices. <laughs> <laughs> Creole's a gateway spice. Yeah. Now I'm in the. Yeah. Yeah. No. He does hit harder powder stuff. No, I can't get off the MSG, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, MSG rehab. Do they take me at Celebrate Recovery? Uh, oh, you could probably. try. They probably have a group for um, that. Now, my recipe for most everything I make is basically you take veggies and onions and you fry it and then you add pretty much any kind of meat you can find in the refrigerator to it, even if it seems like a very strange meat to add to it. And then you stir it up and you maybe you add, an, I like to add a little Worcestershire sauce or something like that to you help it brown. And then, like you said, you can kind of add a little water and help it kind of make a little bit of a, a, a saucy broth stuff. And then uh, you basically roll it up and uh, you eat it. Roll it like a, a stir fry? It. It's kind of like a stir fry, but not exactly. In a burrito? It's more like a saute. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's different. I was going to say, what kind of frying is it? Because yeah. it's not deep fat frying. No. It's saute or pan frying. Yep. And uh, then you can start adding anything you want to it, you know? Like pickles. I mean, if you <laughs> want. orange soda. <laughs> and, you know, you can even kind of make it into like a pizza if you have some flatbread or, you know, just whatever. There's no, there's no rules. It's basically add whatever seasoning you want, whatever meat you want. You just, it's awesome. You can I add rice, thing, whatever. It makes the kitchen smell good when you're cooking in there. I may not want it to eat, but I enjoy walking in and just smelling the smell. <laughs> Except in there. Sometimes, sometimes I agree, and about the other two thirds of the time, I disagree with that statement because it <laughs> makes, makes my nose cry? hurt. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I, actually, I it's like I if the pan is really hot and I add Worcestershire or something and it steams up and the whole kitchen just is like a cloud of <laughs> we can no longer have a smoke detector in the kitchen <laughs> with Caleb. <laughs> It's not a smoke. It's just vaporized Worcestershire. It's just... <laughs> okay. Well, thank you, Mama, for that. You're welcome. I enjoy talking about Go that Go buy Ms. Liz's cookbook. We have any idea what it's called? Uh, leave it to Liz. Leave it to Liz. That's cookbook. the name of the cookbook. No, that's fitting. Which will be available somewhere near you in the near future. April 22nd. And then um, a little further in the future, go buy Brant Henson's new book, um, blessed are the misfits. Are you getting some sort of kickback for every time you say that? No, but I should be. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been demonetized. 
Maybe sometime we could get Miss Liz on here and let her give one of our her recipes if she would do that. And even maybe do a book giveaway? Oh, I'm thinking maybe she could cook it for us. Oh, that's <laughs> even better. Live podcasting. <laughs> I want you her get cookies. a free Oh, Ms. Yeah. Liz Mill or something. You know what? We need to get Brother Jay, and we need to put Brother Jay cookies up against Ms. Liz chocolate chip cookies. Ooh, Did oh, Brother man. Jay... I feel like we could make some kind of Franken cookie with both of them. We probably could. <laughs> did Brother Jay invent Brother Jay sugar cookies? Yeah, I think he did. Wow. Hmm. How about that? You know, it was... the original didn't have deer meat in it or something. What's really funny is about the original, down on the bottom somewhere, it says something like, uh, if the... The consistency of the dough isn't right or something. Just keep adding sugar. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing about Brother Jay sugar cookies. It's mostly just like you know, crunchy, round, sugary, which it makes it good. But it is really, really sugary and good. Mm. Yep. All right. So now it is time for a quick word from this week's sponsor. Don't miss out on this weekend's youth group food fest. 30 vendors bringing you all the great taste and smells of youth group. Overly sweet sugar cookies by the pound. Cheap greasy pizza by the slice. Cold and tasteless spaghetti just the way you remember. Happy Meals blended on the spot. With special Saturday evening appearance by Chick-fil-A. Admission is free and prices are so cheap even a youth pastor can afford them. So come out this weekend and check out the youth group food fest. So I have some, a couple of Facebook questions okay. um, that awesome. have been asked to the Hardwick brothers, although um, I'm sure you are welcome to participate, Miss Carla. Okay. So the first question is from our honorary podcastier, Corey Styles. What's up? Uh, hey, and he Corey. wants ding, to Ding, ding, ding. Yes, we, we know Corey. I mean, that's a famous guy there, you know. Oh, by the way, did Corey get elected? Uh, you know what? That's actually an interesting topic. When I talked to him earlier, the wolves won. The he is the elected officer. However, I the counting uh, people who counted the votes said they quit counting votes for the wolves after somewhere around ten. <laughs> so <laughs> and they the wolves counting. got in Corey after he got like five, <laughs> five. <you know? laughs> Yeah, you get one vote for Corey, and they just stop counting his. But yes, so the Wolves apparently got at least like 10 votes or so. Wow. <laughs> he had real competition, apparently. I can't believe that whole thing backfired that far. <laughs> I know. Well, Corey, I hope you learned your lesson. All right, what was Corey's question for us? Uh, yeah, so Corey wants to know, does pineapple go on pizza? Caleb? Um... Well, you know, I'm the guy who'd put pineapple with his, uh, you know, peppers and onions and stir-fried stuff if I had some. So, you know, pizza is a little different. Um, I think it is, but it's 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 an acquired taste. Okay, let's go to the opposite side. Noah. Pineapple doesn't go on anything. There you go. That's uh, not true. <laughs> How about it goes on, on you, pineapple Mama? trees? Well, we have pineapple in our cabinet, and we often make homemade pizzas, and no one has ever gone and got the can of pineapple and opened it up and put it on the pizza. So I'm going to go with the no side. It probably doesn't go on the pizza. I would agree, because 
One, I don't like anything but the bread, the sauce, the cheese, and a select set of meat. So He's a meat and bread guy. Pretty much. Um, however, our very own also honorary podcast year, Spencer Tatum, says that it does go on pizza. So... Well, I don't think we're going to fight any wars over this. We're just going to let each have his own on his pizza, whatever he wants. We already fought a war over that, and we <laughs> lost. <laughs> God bless America. All right, we have another question? Uh, yeah, actually, we do. Uh, and this one is from a good friend of ours, Tanya Smith, ding. Uh, and she wants to know if the Hardwicks like camping. Hmm. Have we ever been camping? No. We, no. We've never been camping, so I don't know if we like it or not. We like to pretend we're camping. I mean, in the sense of going out to the a lake or a river and cooking out a meal. And So we like we, the outdoorsy um, and some of the activities of camping as long yeah. as it doesn't actually involve camping. But when it gets dark, we like to come home and sleep in our own beds. So we we're like the idea like, of camping, just not the experience of camping. <laughs> Which is hard to say because I've never actually been camping before. But, you know. Isn't there a word for that? You know, the people that act like they're something, but then don't don't really follow Imposters. (laughs) Hypocrites. I've seen Hollywood. I mean. Actors. Yeah. yeah, Actors. Something. I don't know. I mean, we've camped in churches before. That's true. That's true. And in gyms. And, you know, it's sort of the same thing. So if you take that experience and then combine it with the outdoors, that I think that's the that's basically the gist of it. Well, I think honestly, and I'm being totally honest here, I think I have a little bit of an aversion to camping because the only time I ever went camping when I was a kid was, of course, with my parents and my sister. And the whole time we were camping, they argued. So I really didn't like camping because I was stuck with them in a tent while they were arguing. So... I think I grew up not liking it very much. We'll have to get Aunt Connie on to confirm or deny that story. Yeah. <laughs> we did a fact check here. We do a fact check. <laughs> all right. So is that all on the questions? Uh, that's all the questions I have for this week. Okay. So what if somebody were to think to themselves, boy, I wish I could ask the Hardwicks a, a question. What could they do? Um, you can go to our Facebook page. Uh, which is facebook.com slash Hardwick podcast. Um, or you can go to our website, <laughs> which <on>. is... <laughs> there are times when there's just something brewing on Noah's face, and he just like can't <laughs> quite contain it, and it's got to come out. What were you thinking, Noah? I was hoping that somebody would send a messenger pigeon. Oh, that's smoke signals? Okay. No, no, pigeons. I, I, I really... We we will accept your question via pigeon. If you send us a pigeon with a note, we will absolutely do that one on the podcast. For sure. Okay, Seth. Uh, sorry I Or you can also go to um, hardwickpodcast.com, which is our actual website, and we have a link on there that you can submit us a question. Awesome. Or you can just find us and ask us. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Cool. Or, um, well... We have we do have an email address. Do we want to say our email address? Okay. What's our email address? Um, hardwickpodcast at gmail dot com. Yeah. Which Wait, forwards you didn't get one at hardwickpodcast.com? Forwards to my email address, but uh 
And, well, and we're also on Twitter, which is um, twitter.com slash Hardwick Podcast. Yeah. Or is it at Hardwick Podcast? I guess we I'm could not... probably do like it ask at hardwickpodcast.com. I just haven't taken the time to set that one up. So it's time for our final segment of the show, sound advice. So let's give our advice for this week's episodes listeners. Well, if you're going to pick who you're going to run against in an election, do not pick someone cooler than you. That's my advice. Yeah. <laughs> so if Corey had decided to run against the, I don't know, what's a what's a lame animal? <laughs> a sloth? No, sloths are kind of cool. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're funny, right? So a goldfish? A goldfish. <laughs> no, goldfish minus one, too. Here's, I'm sorry, Corey. Your problem is not the competitors, it's you. The goldfish would have been so much fun. We could have had a debate where they forget everything every three seconds. <laughs> that would have been a lot of fun. Corey, you missed your opportunity. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Thank you for that advice, Noah. Yeah. Corey, you better take that to heart. Mama, do you have any advice for our listeners this I week? I do. My advice is that soup makes your family happy. So everybody go out and learn a soup recipe. Yes. It is. Well it, said it, it, from it the Señorita de la Sopa. Yes. That's kind of fun to say. Señorita de la Sopa. Which is, it sounds like <laughs> soap. <laughs> Lady of the soap. <laughs> I don't know. It just, it sounds funny. Seth, do you have any advice? Um, Sort of. Are you gonna address me by my name? Uh, yes, Mister Mister Updraft Gumball. Uh, yeah. So my <laughs> advice is, if you need to get through a forty-five minute podcast, drink a Coke. But if it goes like you know longer than that, then you're gonna hit on the downside of the caffeine, the sugar, and the sugar, crash. and it'll be bad for like the last ten minutes of recording. So yeah, we got to keep our podcast short so I don't crash at the end of it. Yeah. But otherwise, okay. if you need to get through something for like 30 minutes, drink a Coke and avoid and coffee. What's your advice, Caleb? Um, let's see. What should be my advice? Um, Doesn't take much to be my advice. Come on. You can get something out. Your advice is always easy to beat. <laughs> like Corey in an election. Basically, wow, my really advice hard. is... It's when, okay, he's fine. When you're doing sound advice, make sure that you go first because then you will have the easiest thing to pick from. How about that? That's terrible. Okay. I when don't know, mine might have been better than that one today. Yeah, okay, that wasn't very good. Even Corey could have come up with something better than that. We're running out of sound advice, so if you have some advice, please send it to. <laughs> yes, please. Um, Drive a little more erratically so you could run over the snake? Is that sound advice? I don't really think that's very sound at all. <laughs> oh, no, okay. I don't like that one very much at all. Um, get a GoPro. If a homeless guy asks you for a burger in Burger King, give him a burger. If you're going to buy a GoPro camera, take someone like Spencer with you to make sure that you don't get um, jumped by the guy selling the GoPro. Sure. And that's all, folks. We're done. That's all, folks. How about that? All right, so that's this week in baseball. You can't use that line. What? That, that's a registered How trademark of that? Major League Baseball. What did I say? How about that? Did I say that? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you got to say it in your best. Um, How about that? Oh, what was no, the guy's that's name? Terrible. How about that? No, uh, like the famous that. baseball commentator. Seth is crashing. Hurry. All right, we're all crashing. <laughs> Mama, I hate to admit this to you, but we're all going to crash someday. <laughs> 
<laughs> Some of us will happen sooner than others. I'm about three minutes away. <laughs> All right. Hey, see you later, everybody. I'm Caleb signing off. Bye. I'm, later. I'm the, wait, Updraft Gumball? Yep. Signing off. I already er. said signing off. You can't say that. Okay, I'm the up, Updraft Gumball. Um, down drafting. <laughs> see you later, everybody. So long. Bye.